a Radio 191 FM podcast. Late last week, late last week, I had the pleasure of catching up with Screaming Females ahead of their show in Otipoti, Dunedin, next weekend on Saturday night at the Captain Cook Hotel. Get your tickets now, now, now. It's going to be a great show. So here is my chat with Screaming Females. You're on the one, 91 FM. Right now, I'm joined by Marissa Piranosta from Screaming Females. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are we today? I'm good. Uh, day's almost over here, sort of. Yes. Not really. It's Early just, evening. It's just beginning for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? It's, it, it is really weird. It's still weird. I know. It's really how, weird. I, I know how the world works and all this stuff, but it's still bizarre. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. No, no, but it's fine. You know, <laughs> I, I've just finished my morning breakfast show, and I'm almost done for the day. Actually, so I'm almost going home. So the oh, day, nice. yeah, and I get to talk to you. So the day is just—it's great. Half o'clock. Hmm. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You're coming back to good old New Zealand. Last time you're here was in 2016. This time around, you're coming to see us here in Dunedin, in the deep south. For the first time, excited. Very excited. Right, you've been together for fifteen years now. Um, through adult mm-hmm. life, adolescence, I guess, part of that, and adult life, life changes. People are ever changing. Um, you know, when you're not the same as you were when you wrote Baby Teeth. I mean, how do things differ in terms of writing and coming together now as it did fifteen years ago? You know. Uh, not much has changed in that regard. Um, uh, we still practice, well, we've always practiced in, in ver- various basements across New Jersey, pretty mm-hmm. much exclusively. Uh, my first band was Mike, practiced in my grandma's basement, and that's where we practice now. Um, nice. <laughs> so it's weird that not a lot about the locale has really changed. Um, you know, obviously we've written a great deal of songs together at this point, so we're just writing better songs I hope that's the prevailing trend yeah I think that I think it is yeah. although in saying that no your old ones are great too so I mean it's just kind that's of okay I, I should hope that they're getting better yeah 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 it's kind of hard for me to say like usually are don't like your old stuff anymore that would yeah. just be weird um, now, all at once, um, you know, it was, it's was. it been three years in the making. That's a long time in this rat race of a world. Do the songs still carry the same weight for you as they did when they were written? Like, especially the early songs? Um, uh, I think that I could probably take the, the content of, or lyrical content, or I suppose, of a lot of these songs and, and kind of reappropriate them so that they pertain to things that I'm currently experiencing or dealing with and I think uh, that's what I try to do as a lyricist is, is write things that can, are kind of universally relatable and can be interpreted over um, many different walks of, of life um, like different people and also people in different stages of their lives yada 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 so um, I try not to I try not to uh, write things that are very explicitly about me or about something that's very niche in particular so that they can kind of the, the, the lyrical content of songs can be like hyper flexible even though I probably should write more songs about like love and stuff <laughs> wouldn't it be great that some of the content of your song didn't need to be sung about anymore that would be good if they, yeah. if they were made redundant just by the world becoming yeah. fucking better that would that would be nice yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's keep pulling for that. I'm sure that like people will get tired of me complaining and will shape up. 
<laughs> um, the title, All at Once, where does that come from? Uh, what are you saying on this record? Um, when we were writing it, we would kind of just like write something and maybe not add a bridge. And for us, that would be unusual. But we were like, well, you know, we need to try new things, so let's just let it be. And then once we had a batch of songs, I kept kind of um, like visualizing the collection of songs um, and comparing them to like salon style hanging. If you're in a gallery and you go see uh, hung salon, it'd be like large pieces and small pieces all hung in the same um, at you know varying heights. Yeah, yeah. And then when you step back from it, it kind of creates like this whole piece, this whole unique thing unto itself. So. That's kind of how we were like conceptualizing it, and all at once was just like a uh, term that I thought of that was supposed to be like you can step back away from this album and see all of these things, or you know, hear rather all of these things at once, or you, you can listen to it track by track and kind of like really hone in on the on the details and particulars of each song. But hopefully, when you listen to the album as a whole, it creates something that's just as engaging as everything does independently yeah is that you know do you think that was the goal do you feel like you kind of have to do that now by the way it's music is consumed and you just hope maybe they'll listen to the whole album all the way through um you know i think everybody listens to music in different ways Every, you know even before the advent of like streaming uh or before streaming music was like the most common way to, to listen i i am like an infamous skipper yeah but i've uh. always I've always tried albums, you know, I always, always eventually get around to hearing every single song and then I'll just kind of pick out the ones I like and the other ones will fall by the wayside or get skipped. Yeah. Um, but I remember even on our first couple tours when we would still put CDs in the car and stuff like that, Jarrett would just be like, stop skipping songs. And I was like, this is the way I listen to music. <laughs> so it's like, it's kind of whatever to me, like as long as people are, are listening to music and, it, you know, it's already enough if you're going out and seeking out like uh, music on your own because at this point music's just kind of like passively for, you know playlists are generated for you and yeah. you don't even have to think about what you consume so if you're going as far out of your way as to seek out screaming females then I don't care how you listen to it it's just very we feel very lucky that you're listening to music and uh, looking for something mm -hmm. that isn't just like an algorithm <laughs> sometimes I playlist Sometimes I feel like the original uh, human form of Spotify, as I've been creating playlists for people for years, uh, being a you know a radio presenter, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to think of it yeah. in a way now. I am the AI. Yeah, except DJs have like personalities and yeah. stuff. Well, you'd hope. <laughs> and, like, you'd hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like taste. Yeah, personality and taste, and the the AI doesn't. Yeah, that's right. Uh, just quickly before I get on to the next question, I love the fact that you talked about hanging in a, a in a gallery, one of the most underrated things there is in the whole of the world, I think. Hanging in a gallery is an art form in itself. Um, anyway, now I'm an old um, I'm an old punk head. I've been listening to punk rock music for many years and I thoroughly enjoy it and it drives my partner up the wall, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and punk, um, you know, it never went away, uh, but like everything, there's peaks and troughs, right? And, you know, it seems to me like it's back on the rise. Kids are playing guitars again over the last few years. Does that excite you? Yeah, I mean, but it, it's, I don't think, 
I would be hard pressed to say that it's unique to any generation. You know, yeah. people are always going to want to be engaged with uh, performing and, and music. And uh, if they want to play, like, a, if they want to, like, be an EDM artist or they want to play guitar or they want to play viola, like, play music is a really wonderful gift. It's very therapeutic. It helps you, like, get out there and hang out with other human beings in real life and make cool stuff with them and if you're doing that then like we all win so yeah of course i i mean it doesn't excite me for any particular reason besides that but like makes people happy so that's good (laughs) i think that's the best answer i could have hoped for that's marvelous Uh, um, now i've been reading a lot of interviews with you three lately and a lot of interviewers are saying all at once is epic uh, expanding dynamic compared to previous albums. How do you feel when people, you know, when, when people say that? Or do you think it's just filler for them? I think a lot of music journalism, like, kind of piggybacks off of what is initially said about yeah. the record or what is said in the press release. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't remember what the press release said, but, you know, um, I think those are just kind of, like, really overgeneralized umbrella statements that loosely describe the album <laughs> and that's fine yeah <laughs> you know uh, the thing about records and and music and stuff is that it's just an opinion and everybody's different so some people might think that it's the most expensive record or eclectic record or whatever sonically eclectic record that we've ever done which I would say it is but some people might not feel that way and that's fine yeah, yeah. um so that's my two thoughts on that. Oh, you're so um, diplomatic. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, right. You're coming. We're talking once because you've got a great album, but we're also talking because uh, you're coming to New Zealand again. So, um, what, what are we going to see from Screaming Females this time around? Are we going to see a new, old, just new, um, an eclectic mix of dynamic, epic, expansive songs? Yeah, a dynamic, epic experience. Um, we're gonna, we always try and keep, you know, like 60 to 70 songs in rotation and, and we play a different set every night. Cool. We haven't been there with the new album, so um, if people are feeling it and they want to hear stuff from the new album, then that's what I'll write on the set list before we play. <laughs> um, I think the three of us pre- pretty much every night just try and be the best musicians we can be and put on like a, a good rock show um, and if we succeed in that then well that's um, you know that's the only thing we could ever ask for so um, I'm really really excited I'm so we glad we could probably ask for more if you really wanted to oh I'm not greedy right. I'm not greedy <laughs> I, I want us to have fun but I also want you to have fun you know, it's, it's, you know. yeah I just like if people uh, if it would be very good um, just quickly, just before I go, um, I always ask every overseas artist this. Do you know much about Dunedin? I do not. I know nothing about Dunedin. You know nothing about us? Oh, fair enough. That, well, that's that, great. Absolutely nothing. Nothing about our musical history? Uh, flying Nun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know that. Yeah, good. But, but... As, like, yeah, but besides that, literally nothing. Well, it's going to be great. We're a Scottish city, Scottish heritage, although we're not a Scottish city. We're a city in the South Pacific. Um, that is far. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> away from Scotland. Like it's the antipodes of Scotland. Like it's the opposite right. side of the earth. Um, but it's cold uh, and it's beautiful. So um, we really look forward to right. having you here and we really hope you enjoy it here too. All right, that there was Marissa Piranoska from Screaming Females coming to Otipoti to play a show next Saturday, the 1st of June, the first day of winter 2019 at the Captain Cook Hotel. Get your tickets from undertheradar.co.nz. They're only 28 bucks plus booking fee. That is super cheap for a band of this caliber coming all the way from Brunswick, New Jersey. Um, so please do not miss the show. You will regret it. It's one of those FOMO shows. Screaming Females in Dunedin playing with Wet Specimen and Millpool. And because it's... That was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.